What up, what up, what up, what up? You already know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Vance Barnes Pod. I am him. He is me, Glitch in the Matrix, your host, Vance Barnes. Man, 24 deep. It's the Kobe Pod right here. We 24 deep. It's crazy. Actually, I'll get into that later. We're going to get into the content stuff later. But, man, Meek Mill said it best. Wins and the losses, man. They come with being bosses. Man, it's the last week has been like the craziest, most like, I don't know. I, I won't even say it was like a week filled with emotions because I felt like the week surrounding my pro day because I had to physically, it was in my control, was way more hectic than this week. Like draft week, everything was out of my control. It was just sit back and, and wait for a call that, you know, eventually hasn't come yet. You know, um, there's still a there's still a chance that a team can call at any time. It can be this week, next week, tomorrow, um, this summer. It could be whenever. It's just a matter of, you know, do you want to keep going or not? And honestly, like I said, it's, it was a week filled with emotions. But, man, it's just, I, and I tweeted it out, man. I've, I've been the underdog my whole life, and it's, I am not new to it. You know, it's not, it's not anything new. And it's crazy because I just feel like God will really test you. Like, he will really test your faith, and he will really test, like, what you say you really want. Um, And it, it brings me back to... When I went to lacrosse and I just like I, I said all summer leading up to that moment, I was like, man, I, I know this is my year. This is my season, fall 2019. Like this is going to be the year I blow up. And to have like I felt like God was telling me it was finally my time. And then to get there and have something out of my control, such as an NCAA rule, take that season away from me. <sighs> this is what that felt like, like this this weekend, just sitting there. And to give you guys a little insight, like obviously I, you know, from word from my agent and just from hearing from other scouts and stuff, I knew that I more than likely wasn't going to get drafted unless God, you know, pulled something out of his bag of tricks. But so after the draft, I'm waiting. And the seventh round is when you start kind of undrafted free agents, darkening calls or whatever. And the seventh round comes on and I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't sit here and just watch and wait for my phone to ring. So Decided to just play some video games, get my mind off of it, wait for my phone. And um, eventually my agent texted me, said, nothing yet. Hopefully to hear something soon. So, you know, you, you know, night goes on and you don't hear anything. Started to talk to some of the guys I trained with and those guys hadn't heard anything. Some of them had, some of them already signed. And I said that to say, like, I'm, I've never been a hater. Like Hayden is just not in my blood. It never will be. I pride myself on always clapping for others and just waiting my turn because I knew eventually my turn would come, my time would come. So I, I clapped for everybody on the way up. When I was at my lowest point in my life and I felt like my dreams and everything had been crushed, I clapped for everybody that got an opportunity. Um, even guys I knew weren't better than me guys I knew hadn't worked harder than me, guys I knew that didn't care about this game, 
as much as me, I clapped and I was happy genuinely for everybody, strictly because I knew my time would come. So saying that on Saturday, you know, you're watching, you're on Twitter and hearing all these other guys get their their shot at getting signed or getting tryouts, opportunities, invites to mini camps, and my phone's just dry. And I'd be lying if I say it didn't hurt. Um, but like I said, this is when God really will test you. And I felt like he was he was testing my faith because he was testing that everything I've said on this pod too. Cause I, I said it was hurt. It was hurtful, man. It it did not feel good at all to know like that that this could be this could be it. And just not knowing what's going on. But if I am the man I say I am, and if I have the faith in the man upstairs that I say I have, like I just I could be mad, I could be angry, but my response to it couldn't be that. Because trust me, I wanted to give up. I wanted to just say, like, all right, it's done. Thank you. Um, and I wanted to just honestly, part of me wanted to get on there because I know like I'm seeing guys get drafted, or even that, even that, I'll say that. I'm seeing guys get drafted, I'm seeing guys get their opportunities. And like I said, I clap for everybody, but that doesn't mean that. I don't think that I deserve an opportunity over some of those guys. You know, everybody that's got to their point deserves their opportunity. They worked hard, yes. But I'm a competitor at the end of the day. And I know that there's some guys that got their opportunity. And that's just the business of it. Bigger school guys. I knew it coming in. I knew it the day I signed to a Division II school that that would be the that down the road when I had the NFL in my sights, that the challenge would be you know, going to a small school against not what they could deem, you know, good competition. And that was the biggest thing where just like they were saying that, you know, they were just going with the bigger school guys. Not They didn't have to be better than me. A lot of them, you know, I truly believe you guys know how I feel about, you know, I truly believe a lot of those guys weren't better than me. But let's that's off topic. You know, like I said, I, I'm happy for all those guys, I'm never going to be a hater. Do I think I was <laughs> better than a lot of? Yeah, of course. If you asked me, I would have been top 10 pick. Like, that's just, you guys know how I rock, and that's how you should rock. You should have that immense confidence in yourself. Um, but taking you guys through the thought process, yeah, it, it hurt. It sucked. But I knew that, all right, this is a test of my faith. This is a test of everything that I put my belief in. Um, so... We just we we're back to the back to the drawing board. Doesn't mean that the dream is over. It doesn't mean that anything is over. Um, if it is, like I said on the last pod, like if it is, I'm I'm. It just wasn't in the cards for me. But if anything, like man, this, you know, I, I dreamed of that weekend my whole life, and it just is the epitome of everything I've been through because God's plan is not my like God's plan is bigger than any plan I could have. And like I said, I dreamed of that weekend and it definitely did not go anything like I dreamed of it to go. Um, but in saying that, that's life. It it happens and it's how am I gonna respond to it? How are we gonna respond to it? You know, I'm not the only person that got the short end of the stick. I'm not the only person, you know what I mean? Like, and for me, I know myself personally, I know 
that if you listen to this pod, you're, you're with me on this. As far as your mindset too, it's like, man, this just made me even hungrier. It made me want to go even harder and work even harder. And it just makes the story that much sweeter. You know, I feel like God made me an underdog for a reason. He made me, he, he made me realize that I'm the guy that has to tell this underdog story. I have to represent um, the, the slept on. And, you know, that's, that's the role I'm going to play. That's fine, man. Everybody can't be the first overall pick. Everybody can't be a draft pick. Everybody can't make it the first time around, but I, I guarantee I'm going to see, I'm going to see you back. I'm going to see you back. I promise that. Um, so yeah, that's where my mindset is. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm blessed still. Um, don't get it twisted. You know, a loss is just a lesson. You know, we took the L on this one. Got to take our losses just like we take our wins on the chin and, you know, I know some people would say it's not a loss, it's a lesson, it's not a failure. You know, I, I had a goal. I set out, I had a goal. I didn't meet it. I it, To me, it's it's a failure, but that doesn't mean that it's over. You know, we lost, you know, it's just a, it's an L. You got you to gotta take it. And the L could be, it's for the better. I know that God's plan is the best plan and it's for the better. In the grand scheme of things, it's a W, you know. Um, But yeah, that's... That's how I'm feeling, but like I said, I'm blessed. I'm happy. Um, it's it is what it is. We just get back in the lab. We go to work. It's not there's not too much to say on it. And this, and then going off that, that's why I say, you, man, you cannot put too much stock into this social media thing, man. Because, like I mentioned, for me, I already know that it would have been worse if I would have just tried to put my phone away and not looked at everybody getting signed. Because, like, like I said, that it made me happy to see that. People were getting their opportunity because it made me optimistic. But it also sucked at the same time seeing that. But that's why I said you can't put too much stock in the social media because I saw a lot of people out there, like a lot of like athletes this week. Just and I had, had this conversation with a couple of friends before it was saying that the difference between getting signed like in the NFL, the NFL is a, it's a cutthroat business, man. You can get signed and you can still get cut. You can get a mini camp invite. And that could be the only, those three days could be the only time you ever put on an NFL helmet. You know what I mean? Like I saw a lot of guys on social media flexing way too hard and putting this persona out to the people that don't know, like, oh, you know, I mean, like, and like I said, I'm, you get a chance to even put on that helmet. Like that, that is a blessing within itself. That is the, the thing you dreamed about, but I hope that those people or like myself didn't just dream about getting there and i never like i never just dreamed about just getting an invite like just putting on a helmet like i know i wanted to get there and i wanted to make my name known and i saw like social media made it like to get back to my point of don't put too much stock into it was it's just like everything else like instagram twitter like everything is smoke and mirrors it makes it look a lot better than what it is so when people were out there flexing like they had made it already like they had made the nfl already and like that's what really like where a lot of people that i know they got caught up in that and they got even more pissed but me i was like i know the facts i know that man you're flexing like you made it already to the people that don't know, but to the real like football players that went through this process, we know that you can leave on Thursday 
go to minicamp, be back on Monday, and it's like it never happened. And now people are looking at you like, bro, I thought you played for so-and-so. I thought you, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, nah, like little did you know, I flexed like it was a, like I made the team already, but it was just a rookie mini, like it was just a tryout. And uh, that's why I say you can't put too much stock into what you see on Instagram and Twitter, because when you compare yourself to the person that took a picture in front of the Lambo and you're like, man, I need, like, why don't I have that whip? Or you took me, like, you see these people that are, like taking pictures in different countries and different states every weekend and every month. You're like, oh man, I wish I had the money like them to travel. They really balling. Little did you know they took those pictures months ago and they just saved them. Little did you know that wasn't their Lambo that they rented out. They just saw that in the street and they took a picture. Like that's what I that's what I mean. Like I don't mean to sound like a hater. I like I, you guys know I, that's, but that's just the reality of it. Is if I would have like put if I would have put too much stock into what I was seeing on it, I'd have been like, oh, I would have been even more hurt than I than I was. Like, oh man, like these guys, they made it. They but then in reality, it's like, man, they just got an opportunity before I did. That's all it is. It's not that they made it and I I didn't. It's that their opportunity came. It's not my time. It's their time. That's fine. I've been in this position before. But like I mentioned, good or bad, you gotta put your head down and work. That's 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 just what it is. Um so yeah, it that's that's the weekend. That's that's how it went. You know, going through this, I'm choosing to look at things more positively. And it's to me like when you when you take an L, when something happens in your life, it's like I mentioned it, man, it's the response. It's the 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 biggest things in your life aren't the actual event that happens, it's the response you give to it, whether good or bad. So, you know, I'm looking at life like positive and it's like, man, you have the whole world, like I'm whole world at your hands right now. Like I look at life and that's why I like this things like this, this podcast and why I do it is because I want people to understand like, man, like life is short and you really have to live each day. Like, not like it's your last, but you got to maximize every 24 you get but you also have to realize like man life is short but there's so much i can do like i have the world at my hands like if in my instance if i wanted to just say hey football was great it was i had a great time now i want to do something else i can do that like i like have that physical choice to do that. that that's one of the great things about america is that you can chase whatever dream whatever goal it is you have and you know it's it's not for going to be easy. It's never going to be easy, but you have that opportunity. You have that choice. You have the whole world at your hands to do what you want and having that opportunity to chase whatever it is you want and still create the life that you want to live. You know, lately I've been hearing a lot and thinking a lot, maybe because I'm getting older, you know, getting up into my mid twenties, I'm thinking a lot about the lifestyle that I want. And I had this conversation with a great friend um, over dinner, who was in the same situation I was in, like we both didn't hear that call, and we just decided to go out to eat, get our minds off of it, just kind of <laughs> rant and vent to each other. Um, but we both talked about like, regardless of whatever happens, like I know there's a lifestyle that we both want. Like we both talked about the lifestyle we want, um, and we just started game planning from there. Like, how can we get it? 
we what are, what are the avenues we know how to do that and you know it's it's a crazy subject because i think some of the the lifestyle stuff has been enhanced by ig and i'm like i'm first to say that i'm uh, going off right up to this before that on this podcast i say stuff i'm not perfect at all like i've been in the spot where i put too much stock into social media that's why i, I i'm able to say this stuff because i've been there you know not perfect i'll have my mistakes too so i'll say like i've been like for instance i look at drake and his instagram and it's not like it i'm envious it inspires me like when i see him on ig and, it, and he's balling like that's the difference between what i what i said earlier about five minutes ago and you know not wanting to be like oh i want that lifestyle and does it motivate you like do you look at it and it hurts you and you get discouraged and you like and you start comparing yourself or does it just motivate you to go harder and that's why i think instagram and social media should be more about and that's really like i said that's your response to it does it do you let it let uh, do you let it bring you down in comparison and you're like oh like why is this person have it and i don't or do you let it just be like oh yeah i need that i need that let's let's go how am i gonna go get it and it makes you hungry for it so i look at you know drake on instagram and he his like mansion that he bought he can have if he really wanted to like he can take care of his whole family immediate extended all that living that like you know what i mean like and i'm like yeah I need some of some of that, you know. I see other people on, you know, these on social media and just other people in life, and I look at people with nice cars, and it motivates me to be like, I know materialistic things aren't everything, but like, it's about what lifestyle do you want for you and the people around you. And I had a conversation the other day too about, you know, work-life balance, and a lot of this stuff is intertwined because it's like. Where do you find the balance between, okay, I want to make this amount of money a year. I want to do this in my career. I want to do this, 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 but I also want to have like this time with my family. I also want to be able to have this flexibility of hours. I also don't want to be at the office. You know what I mean? Like that's all this stuff is intertwined. So as we get older and as we, we these are conscious things we have to think about. Or what do I want my work-life balance to be? What lifestyle do I want? What sacrifices am I willing to make? What sacrifices am I not willing to make? Where are my priorities rank on in my life? I think that's all important things we have to think about, you know? And if we're, because if we're not thinking about those things and we're just going through life, like you're going to be miserable is, you know, maybe you want to make Maybe you're working 60 hours a week, but you're only getting paid for 40 and you're like, man, this is not worth it. Is it to you? You know what I mean? Like if, if you're miserable doing it, what's the point? Or maybe you are making that type of money in your life. Maybe you are, you know, making the money you want to make, but it's, you're, you're not happy. Is it worth it? And going into the, into the sports topics of the pod. Is it is it me or does like Steph Curry just not look the same? <laughs> like, does he just not look like the same Steph all of a sudden? I feel like ever since he broke the three point record, it's been a, it's been different. Like, I watched him in the playoffs, and I don't know. He, I think don't quote me on this. I think the other night he went five from twelve from the field from three, which is really good, really really good. But 
I don't know. I, I was watching the game and it was just like he was missing shots that he normally doesn't make. And it was the same thing like we talked about, like with KD, like this, the last series, it was like, man, this is not the KD we thought. It's crazy because I feel like it's my generation. We grew up on Braun. Like we grew up on Kobe in his prime growing up. But then when we really got old enough to like understand sports and the game of basketball truly, like Braun was in his prime. And I think KD was in his prime. Um, and it's crazy because like we always would always we would always say like what's the when is the turning point gonna happen in basketball where the young stars take over? And I feel like we're getting up to that point, man. I feel like it's now I like with LeBron not making the playoffs, I feel like teams don't really players in the league don't really fear him as much as they did. And you can see it because I feel like that was a that was a lot of it. Um in the playoffs, especially, I feel like teams are just intimidated by him and his skill set. And I feel like these young dudes, man, they just, they don't care. They just attacking guys like Ja, like, oh my God, like Ja Morant is, although he just knocked my T-Wolves out, he is exciting to watch. Jason Tatum is one of my favorite young players in the game right now. He, like, these guys just are attacking. They, not, they don't really care what you've done in the past. It's they They want their time to be now. And I think that we've gotten spoiled lately by more athletes playing longer into their mid and late 30s and still at a high level that we forget. Eventually, everybody's going to have a rate at which they slow down. Everybody's not going to be able to play at a high level past 31. You know, you see it with, like I said, we've gotten spoiled with seeing Tom Brady still doing what he's doing. Braun still doing what he's doing. Um like Von Miller just got a six-year, $120 million deal. At, I think he's in his mid-30s. Like We've gotten spoiled lately by older athletes playing longer that we forget that, that oh, the norm is once you hit a certain age, you slow down. We forget that athletes eventually slow down, and we keep them to that high standard at all times. And it's like when they slow down, we're like, yo, what is what is going on? But in reality, that's just mother nature. Man, and to go off that, to end the like to end the pod, one of the the things like to go off the mother, another nature point is something I've I read today or listened to today rather was that somebody just said you know our biggest asset is time, and he was a very successful person. I think he was in his late forties, and he said like told this guy that was like my age, he was like, man, I would switch places with you in a heartbeat because. The biggest asset we have is our time. And it's the same thing I mentioned with the work-life balance, the lifestyle. Like everything you want is at your hands and you have 24 hours a day to go get it. What are you going to do at that time? You know, it's, it's our thoughts, our actions, our words. We control all of that. So essentially we control what we do with our time. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give your time to, your biggest asset to? And that's just the reality of things. Man, to end it, please, please, please still go rate the podcast. If you haven't already, go follow the new Instagram page at the Vance Barnes Pod. Um, I've been very interested lately in to see (laughs) or to realize rather how much growth you can get on instagram through like reels 
and just like in the podcast in general, like I, the feedback I got from the last pod was dope. And that's why I'm just doing it more this way of just kind of off the script talk, not really so much or getting more organized. Um, and just, you know, I think that was the highest, like in numbers wise, the podcast the most recent one was the highest like week one totals in a while. So that meant, I guess that was a good thing. Y'all was fucking with it. I'm very thankful for that. Um, like I said, man, we just back in the lab with it. It's nothing, nothing new to us. Been an underdog the whole time. It's nothing new. Just good or bad, we're going to get back to work. And I can't wait to continue to grow this podcast, continue to just grow in life in general. Thank you guys for going on this journey with me. We we represent the dreamers, the shakers, the movers. We're going to do this together. We're going to build this community together. Until next time, peace.